Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the stream today. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. Um, if you haven't seen one of my streams before, my name is Emily. I am one of the English tutors and streamers from Canada originally. Um, I also lived in the UK for a little while, and I am currently traveling overland from Canada to Argentina. And at the moment, I am sitting in Panama. So I am streaming to you live from Panama. Um, today, we're going to talk about a very interesting topic. It's all about adrenaline sports. All right. Um, come say hi in the chat. Let me know where you're from. Let me know what is your favorite adrenaline sport. And you like adrenaline. Um, all right. So streaming to you live from Panama. So Christian, you're over in Colombia. I should be there in the next couple weeks or so. Sana from Iran. Nice to have you. Roberto from Brazil. Awesome. Big mix of people today. So yeah, let me know if you like adrenaline sports. Um, okay, so what is adrenaline? This is a hormone which is released through our adrenal glands and it prepares the body for fight or flight. So this is the scientific explanation of what is adrenaline. What causes it? Um, so anytime that you feel like you're in threat or danger, um, your sympathetic nervous system, so what's your fight or flight uh, response is activated. Um, the adrenal glands produce adrenaline and then this is released throughout your bloodstream and gives you a uh, boost or a spike of adrenaline. Okay, so let's see here. Um, there could be other situations where you get this. So I think people who might have certain mental health conditions, such as post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD, can get adrenaline just from memories or just from thoughts um, of memories of times that were traumatic. So it's not necessarily something that's happening in the real world. It could be something that's happening in someone's head. Um, and it might be something that is uncomfortable for some, but some people might love it, this rush, spike, or increase of adrenaline. Um, some of the effects. So we have a little picture here with a few more, but some of the effects would be euphoria. So that's a feeling of extreme happiness, pupil dilation. So that's the black part of the eyes increased breathing, cardiac rhythm, um, your intestines might stop moving, so you might not be um, able to um, digest food as well. Your muscles might become activated and your blood pressure will increase. So these are all the things that happen when you have adrenaline in your system. Okay, let's see who else we have here. Sadia from Norway, Hakim from Saudi Arabia, Dina from Mexico, um, Shafir Ustami from Afghanistan, Carolina from Peru, Andre from Southeast Asia, Alika from Georgia, and Ali from Iran. And Sarah has an example, taking a two or three minute cold shower is enough for me. So that's one way, yeah, to shock your body. Um, people use that kind of cold therapy to uh, have a response in their body. Great example. Anyone else in the chat, if you have some examples of something that gives you adrenaline, 
um, let me know, whether it's a sport or something else, like taking a very cold shower. Okay, but too much can be a problem. So as I said already, it kind of stops your digestion when you have a lot of adrenaline in your system. So this can cause problems with your heartbeat really increased. This can cause cardiovascular disease. You can get headaches, high blood pressure. Your memory could be impaired. Um, maybe some sleep disorders. When you have a lot of adrenaline in your system, it's very difficult to sleep and could even have uh, some mental health issues around anxiety and depression if you're always kind of feeling on edge, potentially. Okay, so I'm curious to know, do you like the effect of adrenaline on your body? So do you like the sort of euphoria, the feeling of like sudden strength maybe? Um, you like when your heart, you can feel it pumping? Um, or are you someone who wants to remain calm? <laughs> um, what, what, are you, what kind of a person are you are? So there's, there's a big mix of people. I'm sure it would be the sort of sports that you seek out. Are you someone who wants to go snowboarding or do you want to just do yoga? Probably it's a mix, you know, for most of us. I don't think we always want to have adrenaline 100% of the time. <laughs> that could be very uncomfortable. Um, so maybe it's a mix. All right. Let's see here. Um, example from Hakeem, a roller coaster gives adrenaline. Totally. Yeah, so that feeling, especially as you're coming up, up, up the roller coaster and you're coming over the edge and you're dropping, that's a huge boost of adrenaline. So you come off of a roller coaster often feeling almost like kind of tingly and like really excited and your heart rate might be raised. It's a perfect example. Let me know if anyone else has an example in the chat. Okay, so of course, a lot of these things can be from sports, but there's several non-sports examples. The roller coaster is one example, a ghost house, perfect. Yeah, Andre, that's a great example. Um, just watching a scary movie or TV show could give you adrenaline. So watching a horror film where suddenly some scary thing pops out <laughs> can make your heart jump. Um, taking an exam. so. If you're taking a really important exam, you could be um, feeling really stressed and the adrenaline is pumping through your body. Public speaking might give some people adrenaline. Um, even talking to someone you have a crush on or admire can make your heart rate and um, cause you some stress. Um, and Sara says too much adrenaline can make you feel nauseous. Absolutely. Skydiving is a great example. Running for the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you really need to be on that bus, that could just give you a huge, huge shot of adrenaline. These are all great examples. Um, what other examples do you guys have for non-sports related activities that could cause you to have this fight or flight reaction? Um, so we had some good examples of the roller coaster, the ghost house. I think anything that can make you scared or make you stressed. Um, maybe someone jumping out and scaring you. <laughs> um, at the end of a marathon, yeah, taking an exam, playing music in public, totally. Yes, yeah, so that's just like giving a speech. Playing music is also kind of putting yourself out there. Um, taking a plane ride, yes, especially if... Uh, if you're very nervous about flying, a double espresso. <laughs> yeah, that double espresso can help you 
boost energy. I have some caffeine here. This is just a green tea though this morning. Uh, no coffee today <laughs> for me. Um, let's see here, some other examples. Coming across a famous person, totally. Yeah, if it's someone, your favorite singer or actress, that would be really exciting to see them in public. Fishing is another example. Absolutely, yeah. If you're just catching the fish, you can get a boost of adrenaline. So these are some good examples. Speaking on Chatterbug, yes, yeah. Speaking in public, yeah. It's funny actually with the streaming, like of course this is public in a way, but since I don't see any of you, it doesn't feel that public. So I don't know if I'm necessarily a good public speaker, but I don't feel too stressed out about streaming, which is good. <laughs> um, hopefully that's how it comes across too. Um, standing on the edge of a high mountain, going at high speed anywhere. Yes, that could be a high speed train, high speed car. Perfect, lots of good examples. Okay, and there's, there's different kinds of people. So we already said there's the types of people who like adrenaline. That was the majority of people uh, on our stream today. Um, and you could call th these types of people sensation-seeking personalities. So they're people who kind of want or even need external stimuli. So it's external kind of action, whether that's stimuli or things that you see, touch, feel, hear, anything that stimulates you in order to keep you sane, in order to keep you happy. Um, so these are like thrill and adventure seekers, novelty seekers, novelty meaning looking for new experiences. You have an extreme example in the picture. It looks like someone's base jumping there. Um, you know, there's, so I would say it's a spectrum. There's the spectrum of people who wanna stay home and are scared of everything and don't ever wanna leave. And then there's probably the other end of people who are extreme thrill-seeking, um, base jumpers, things like that. I would say it's a spectrum. So you might find yourself at different points along this spectrum. And maybe it is that when you were younger, you were more thrill-seeking, but maybe as, as you've had a family, you're getting older, you've, you've become a bit more, <laughs> um, more relaxed, possible. Just a possible idea. Okay, it's that in the picture, yeah, as base jumping. So what do you think? Are you a thrill seeker? Are you someone who, we already asked if you like adrenaline, but do you actively seek out these um, kind of thrilling experiences? So things like skydiving, um, maybe scuba diving, uh, maybe going on a four by four in the sand dunes. Give me some examples in the chat of things. If you said you are a thrill seeker, give me examples of the things you've you've done that have given you the most thrills or the most excitement. And Sorab from Iran, think you've joined late? Nope, no problem. The idea of streams is that you can come and go whenever as it works for you. So you can always watch the stream later. I'm live right now, but you are welcome to join and leave as you need to. <laughs> And Karen from Mexico says that she's scared of those sports. So Rob says that diving is his favorite. I also really love diving. I haven't been in quite a while now, but the feeling of going under the water for me when I'm diving every time gives me a bit of an adrenaline rush because you kind of forget it, it's strange to be breathing underwater. So 
you go underwater and I always feel a little bit like, ah, <laughs> what's going to happen? And then you realize, oh, okay, I can, I can breathe. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, Hakeem says, traveling and visiting new places always makes me thrilled. Totally same. I love that feeling of having a bit of culture shock. Um, <clears throat> bungee jumping raft, yeah, excellent. I've been bungee jumping a few times. Um, I did one of the largest bungee jumps in the world in South Africa. That was very scary. <laughs> um, over 200 meters. I don't know if I would do that one again, but I did it, did it once. <laughs> um, let's see here, okay. So here's a, a quote from Paulo Coelho. Um, the adrenaline and stress of an adventure are better than a thousand peaceful days. What do you think? Do you agree or disagree with this quote? Okay, Sarah trying ice bathing these days, which is fantastic. I've never tried it, but I've heard people who are um, especially training maybe for a marathon or some intense sport do ice bathing. Um, Marita likes to travel in no new places. Hakeem tried bungee jumping in New Zealand. Very cool. I think New Zealand's one of the original places where bungee jumping was kind of made popular. The thrill-seeking Kiwis. Um, I haven't been to New Zealand, but I, I think I've heard that Queenstown is one of the best places in the world um, to, maybe it was Queenstown? Let me know. Maybe I'm wrong. There's there's one city in New Zealand where it has all, basically all the adventure sports. So you can go and skydive, bungee jump, um, dive. You can just do all these really cool adventure sports in one place. <clears throat> okay, so most people are saying agree. If you disagree um, and you prefer peaceful days, tell me what do you like to do on a peaceful day? What is a peaceful day for you? All right. Perfect. So some good examples so far throughout the chat um, or throughout the stream. If you have some more examples of um, other adventures that you can do in your country or that you've done in other countries, please share with us. Maybe you'll give us some ideas of things to do um, as we travel around. Okay, so lots of people agreeing with this quote. So let's look at a few examples of some adrenaline sports is what we're talking about today. So volcano boarding. So this you can do in Nicaragua and you use your heels to brake and steer. But of course, first you have to hike up the volcano. Um, so this is something I tried actually um, maybe about four or five months ago. I was in Nicaragua and it was very fun and it wasn't too scary actually. At first when I was watching other people go, I was a bit worried, <laughs> but once once I started going, I realized that you don't you don't actually go that fast. I think if it's maybe wet outside, if it had been raining, um, you could go faster. But yeah, it was definitely a thrill, and it was really exciting to stand on the top of the volcano. But once I was boarding, it wasn't too scary. Um, let me know in the chat if you've tried volcano boarding somewhere else in the world, or maybe you've been to this spot in Nicaragua as well. Okay, downhill mountain biking is another uh, adrenaline sport. So you could do this in places like in Bolivia, there's Death Road maybe you've heard about, which is a very narrow and windy road that goes, um, I'm not sure the elevation change, but it's a huge elevation change. 
you're going from almost freezing to tropical temperatures all the way down. Um, and another great place to do this, which is in the picture there, is the Whistler Bike Park in Canada. So this is very close to where I used to live in Vancouver on the west coast of Canada. And you'll use a full suspension bike. So the suspension is the front part of the bike that kind of absorbs shocks. Um, and this allows you to kind of float over rocks and tree roots or different obstacles like in the picture. You can see there's an interesting obstacle that's been put there. And so somewhere like this, usually there would be a chairlift, which is usually for skiing and snowboarding in the winter. But in the summer, um, you can put your bike on there to go and start the downhill mountain biking trail. Let me know if you've, you've tried this. Let's see some more examples in the chat. Marita, the Angel Falls in Venezuela, I would love to go there. So that would be a cool hike to do that would give you a lot of adrenaline. Riding elephants in Thailand is a great experience. Absolutely. Yeah, you always want to check to see if the place is treating the animals nicely, of course. Um, Nazare Beach for that's some of the biggest waves in the world, I think. Um, I'm learning how to surf now. I don't think I could go to Nazare. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen it before, go and have a look on YouTube and check um, the big waves in Nazare Beach. It's pretty insane. Hakim has the Canadian Rocky Mountains at the top of this list. Awesome. Okay, so let's keep going with some of these adrenaline activities. The next one, which was mentioned, so I thought that I did the highest one in the world. Blue Crins Bridge was 216 meters, but apparently Macau actually has the highest bungee jump at 233 meters. So maybe it's new. I'm not sure. Um, I was when I was in uh, South Africa a few years ago. They said highest bungee jump in the world. So maybe it's no longer true. Um, but this originated in Queenstown. Um, as someone else said, and uh, this, this is really made popular in New Zealand. So if you want to do the original bungee jump, then you should go to New Zealand. And basically you're diving off of a ledge while attached um, to a safety cord, which goes around your legs. Um, it can be a pretty scary feeling. You feel like you're almost going to slip through <laughs> where they've attached um, the cords onto. But so far I have done it three times and it's been okay. <laughs> Um, let me know in the chat if you've tried bungee jumping and where did you try it? This is interesting. So Sarah says after you've had a rise in adrenaline, um, after learning something, it can increase your learning power. Very interesting. Maybe it gets, yeah, it gets your kind of blood moving and your brain. Hmm. So maybe you should study and then go bungee jump <laughs> and then you're, you'll remember everything for your exam. <laughs> could, could be. All right, let's go to the next sport activity, kite surfing. So I did a stream on water sports as well. This is one of the water sports I mentioned there. And this is something that I've been learning recently, kite surfing. So it's sort of a fusion or a combination of wakeboarding, surfing, windsurfing, paragliding, and even some gymnastics. Once you get good, you start doing some kind of flips and jumps. And basically, you can go to any windy beach. You usually want to go to a beach that is sandy, so there's less hazards or places where you could hurt yourself. Um, 
And it's a really fun sport that you can, once you learn, it's something that you can do until you are much older. So I definitely recommend if it sounds interesting to you and you like water sports, check it out. All right. And next, one of the big ones, which um, I've done this one as well. So you can imagine I, I do like adrenaline sports. Um, so this is jumping from a plane. So most of the time you'll go with someone else. I think that you have to do, it's at least 10, maybe it's 20 tandem jumps they're called. So when two people go together and you go with someone who's experienced, it's called tandem skydiving. Um, and there's more advanced types of skydiving where there'd be wingsuit surfing, um, where it's almost like a flying fox and there's fabric in between uh, the arms and they'll fly around or base jumping. This is really just for pros though, professionals. Um, most people who try skydiving will do it like in this picture. And I think in the picture here, it's an Interlaken in, in Switzerland, which looks amazing. When I went skydiving, it was in Canada, um, off the coast of Vancouver Island. So it was also really beautiful to see the ocean and kind of the countryside all below me. Um, if you've been skydiving, let me know in the chat where you went. And if you liked it, if you would ever do it again, or if it was kind of one and done, you never want to try that again. Okay, so now it's your turn to tell me, out of those five options, which one do you want to try? Or if you have tried all of them, <laughs> which would be pretty amazing, um, which is your favorite? So let me know, which one do you want to try out of the five adrenaline sports we talked about? Volcano boarding, downhill mountain biking, bungee jumping, kite surfing, or skydiving. And where do you want to try it? Uh, Hakeem has done skydiving in Dubai. I would love to do that. Um, it'd be really cool to go over um, the Palm Island. Would be really ama be amazing to see from above. So yeah, I think if you want to try skydiving, definitely choose somewhere that's going to have a beautiful view. Um, and to be honest, I found skydiving less scary than bungee jumping because when you're skydiving, it's almost like you're looking at like Google Earth or something. It doesn't, it almost doesn't feel real. Um, whereas bungee jumping, you're a lot closer to the earth. And so when you jump off, you really like feel like you're close to the earth. So yeah, I would say actually skydiving was less scary than bungee jumping. Let me know in the chat if you've also done both, if you would agree with me. So lots of people want to try skydiving and bungee. Awesome. It's a fun thing to do on like if you have a big birthday. So I went skydiving on my 30th birthday um, with my aunt who was, it was her 50th birthday. So our birthdays are close. And so that was kind of like a celebratory, exciting thing to do. <laughs> um, and the videos are really funny from those, those skydives. So that might be a good time to consider doing it because it's it is an expensive thing to try. But if you do it for a special occasion, maybe that's a good way to do it. OK, so lots of people want to try skydiving. And next one, this is also popular to do in Canada, too. I've done it a few times in Canada um, is whitewater rafting. Um, so this is navigating rapids. So that's fast moving water in an inflatable or blow up boat. 
started quite a while ago in the 1840s. And one of the famous places <clears throat> to do this is the Zambezi River below Victoria Falls. Mm. So Hakim said, yeah, also did water rafting in New Zealand. Exactly. New Zealand is one of the best locations for adrenaline sports, I would say. Also Canada, you can do most of these sports that we're talking about today. So if you're interested in adrenaline sports, yeah, I think Canada and New Zealand are both great places with a lot of nature and um, cool places to visit. Next, snowmobiling. So this was originally patented in 1937. It's also called sledding. Um, it was more officially launched in 1959. And you use this for extreme trail riding, whether that's a day or multiple days. And I'd say the USA and Canada are kind of the biggest places where you can go snowmobiling. And a fun fact is that the picture there is actually a picture of my brother. So my brother loves snowmobiling. Um, and he lives close to Whistler, where there's a lot of great backcountry. And so he will go out snowmobiling, sometimes for multiple days. There's different cabins out in the backcountry. And he does crazy jumps and things like this on his snowmobile. Um, so I've gone with him a couple of times, but I haven't done any, <laughs> any jumps like this. So if you want to try snowmobiling, check out in the USA or Canada during the winter season. Okay, zip lining. This is a fun one. I've done several places as well. Um, usually it being kind of an ecotourism destination. So one of the most famous places to do it, I think, is in Costa Rica. I think that's the picture here is showing Costa Rica. And basically you, you traverse an incline. So make your way down an incline via some pulleys, which are attached to cables. You might have also seen them called flying foxes. Um, but there's all places you can do this around the world. I think even some cities, you can do it like between buildings. <clears throat> but usually it would be most famous in these sort of ecotourism destinations. So let me know if you have been ziplining and did you like it? Um, Whistler's another place where they have great ziplining. That's one of the places where they had the bike park. They have the snowmobiling. So Whistler is a big adventure destination for sure. The next one I have not tried, and I didn't really know what it was called. <laughs> it's a little bit random, Zorbing. So I guess I, I have seen pictures of this before, but I didn't know what it was called. So this is another Kiwi or people from New Zealand invention. Um, and it can also be called sphering, orbing, or globe riding. And basically, you're rolling down a hill in a transparent plastic ball. Um, I think I've seen some pictures or videos of people like playing football or doing some other games with these. <clears throat> but yeah, I went, didn't, didn't know it was called Zorbing. Let me know um, in the chat if you've tried this before or if you've seen it. Is it something that people do in your country? Um, it's quite a niche or, you know, <laughs> a very, yeah, um, very small population who's tried this, I bet. Um, Isma says that being married is a dangerous sport every single day. Certainly, yeah. Yeah, love is, love is war, as they say, the saying goes. All right, let's keep going with a couple more examples. Okay, a couple people went ziplining in Mexico, in Barrancas del Cobre and Cancun. 
Awesome. Yeah. I bet there's lots of good places in Mexico. So there's lots of beautiful nature in Mexico um, to go zip lining. The next one is bouldering. So this is a special type of rock climbing. So rock climbing is usually when you have a harness and you have ropes attached to you. But bouldering is rock climbing, usually up to a height of um, 20 feet or less. And you're not using any ropes or harness. Um, you might use a safety mat below you. So some kind of squishy soft mat to catch you. Um, but if you go any higher, then you're going to call that free solo climbing. This is extremely popular in North America. At, in the picture, actually, it's uh, Fontainebleau in France. So in Europe, there's also some popular destinations. And it's something that you would do outside, like in the picture, or you might do it um, inside at a climbing gym where you can practice bouldering. Um, this is something that recently got added to the Olympics in the last Olympics. And actually, it was one of my favorite sports to watch. It's so incredible to see how fast um, and how skilled people are going up walls. Um, yeah, if the next time the Olympics are on, I definitely recommend watching some of the rock climbing and bouldering. It's very impressive. <laughs> um, okay, so now it's your turn to let me know. Which of the previous five do you want to try? Whitewater rafting, snowmobiling, zip lining, zorbing, or bouldering? So I've, I've already done all of them except for zorbing. So I would like to try zorbing because I don't know, it looks pretty funny. Um, maybe it would be a bit claustrophobic, which is when you don't like to be kind of enclosed in a space. But since it's clear and there's air holes, I don't know. I'm curious to try it. Maybe I wouldn't like it. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so lots of people want to go snowmobiling. Yeah, so that's something you can do in the back country in Canada and the United States are the two most popular places to go snowmobiling. And if you haven't been before, it's the type of thing that you would definitely want to go with a guide to remain safe. You know, you need someone who knows about avalanches and about the local conditions. So it's not something like you would just go rent a snowmobile and go out for the day. I think you would definitely want to go with a guide. And Hakeem's tried all of them except bouldering. Cool. Well, the bouldering is something you can try in many cities. They'll have a gym um, where it's they have the normal rock climbing walls that are more vertical, and then they'll have some of the bouldering walls that you can practice on. So it's a fun exercise to do. I'm not very good at it. So I've done it a few times, but I don't love it. <laughs> you have to have such strong um, finger strength even, like to hold on to some of the really small holds for bouldering. So it's a very challenging, challenging sport. All right. So that was fun. We went through 10 different um, adrenaline sports. We also talked about kind of how adrenaline happens, what's the effect, what happens if you have too much. Um, is there anything else that I haven't mentioned that you would consider extreme? Um, I guess I didn't have uh, scuba diving on there. Cave diving would certainly be extreme. So that's when you are going diving inside of a cave. Um, I've been diving inside of a wreck, so a ship, but I wasn't really kind of enclosed for too long. I think it would be very scary to 
be in a cave for a long time where you don't have the ability to come up. Because if anything goes wrong, normally when you're diving, you can you can just come up. So I think cave diving might be something that I I don't really want to do, at least for not too long. If it was just going through a cave and then you're through, then I think it would be okay. Um, what other adventure sports? Hmm. What else is there? I mean, there's so, there's so many different things, but uh, the fast rivers, yeah, so that could have been like going, we talked about whitewater rafting, but you can also do that in a kayak. So you can do um, whitewater kayaking. Parkour, excellent example, Gigi, yeah. So parkour is basically when you're using the city as your jungle gym, and so trying to keep moving without stopping. So you're doing lots of tumbles and jumps. Yeah, that's a really cool one to watch on YouTube or somewhere else too. Um, swimming in subterranean rivers, yeah, underground rivers. That's definitely extreme. Kayaking, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say like all of the water sports can be pretty extreme especially in different conditions, you know, maybe if you're kayaking on a lake and it's very calm. Um, it's still an adventure sport, though, I think, even if the conditions are calm. Perfect. Okay, well, we all got some ideas maybe of some new sports to try. Swimming with dolphins, perfect one, Hakeem. Yeah, excellent. All right, well, that's it for the stream today, all about adrenaline sports. Um, about how adrenaline works in our body. If you have any ideas for other streams, as always, <clears throat> very welcome to add your thoughts in the chat or in another chat. Um, you can also add your comments in the community forum, um, comments or any questions you have about English in general. I'll put the link in the chat. It's good to see you all again, Even not see you, good to speak with you all again. Um, and I will speak to you soon on another stream. So enjoy the rest of your day or evening, wherever you are. Bye.